This car, I've got uh, Nalco's Mazda here down at uh, Bluffers Park. It's kind of a nice day. It's nice to see the ground covered in snow. The trees are bare. I uh, posted a picture from checking in. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, is it Boxing Day? Gosh, I it's Sunday after Christmas. Or Christmas Friday. No, it's a day after Boxing Day. Uh, you really do start to forget, not just being old, but just over the holidays, and especially during this time of COVID. Who can keep track of the days? My God. So, uh, yeah. And by the time you are listening to this, it will probably be 2021. Uh, although I'll release it on the Friday, which is New Year's Eve. So, uh, Happy New Year, folks. And I know from most of what I hear out there, people just hated 2020 and are really looking forward to something new. So I hope it lives up to uh, your expectations. Sometimes we have to do a few psychological tricks to psych ourselves up. And think, yeah, yeah, it is better. I can feel it already. Uh, but for me, 2020 was not a bad year uh, overall. So, you know, to each his own. Yeah. So where are we? I just listened to uh, the podcast I put out last week, uh, for Christmas. I think it was one of my better episodes. I know I'm not supposed to say things like that, but um, it it just came together and it was fun and uh, I like the vibe and, and I really do like this style of podcasting where you don't know. Like, I have no idea. I just knew I, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. Uh, it's a day when my wife is doing an awful lot of chores around the house, and it's not like I'm shirking my duties. She's not asking me to do them. She's just, she's just busy, and it's just easier sometimes just to step away. So, uh, brought along a piece of chocolate, bought myself a McDonald's Seniors coffee, and here we are, parked facing the um, um, the inlet. At Bluffers Park. And in fact, I'm looking at what is the cover of that book I got. So let me just do a big, quick recap on Christmas. I opened that book Christmas Day, the one I, I sent away for through an ad or something that caught me on Facebook. It's called Past Book, or My Past Book. And they chose for the cover a picture I had taken of this inlet where there's sort of a bit of an elbow in the rocks and the trees and my favorite uh, weeping willow tree. And it turned out to be a really nice photo. Like, it's quite amazing that it, this wasn't rooms full of people going through looking at all your photos. These are the ones that are just sort of picked up and placed, and maybe there was a, a checker. I don't know. But it was uh, pretty random. And I was delighted with the choice. It was like it was 10 years of my life there. And, and it was not a bad decision. It was kind of one of these spontaneous, yeah, sure, go for it. Why not? It's Christmas. And I'm very glad I did. It's something to hand to my children because there's pictures of them, um, my wife, uh, a lot of beer, uh, and events, things, you know, my my friends, uh, Brian is in there, and just things that happened. And uh, there's a randomness to it, which is what I put on my Facebook anyway. But it's uh, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm impressed with how uh, how well it came out. So that was one treat. And uh, then for uh, Christmas Day, my son, I, I opened the fridge and there was two cases of beer when I came downstairs Christmas morning. Um, these variety packs, uh, one from Mill Street, they're all good, and another from Waterloo uh, Breweries in Guelph. And uh, I've really been enjoying those. We had a wonderful Christmas feast. We sat at the dining table, our lovely teak table, which we rarely do. It's never, we never do, just the three of us only when we have guests. But we decided for Christmas we would set up the table. My wife had a beautiful centerpiece. And um, uh, I barbecued the steaks, uh, just perfect. I don't mind saying that. It was, And it was lovely out there in the cold, the snow. 
using the barbecue in the winter as a treat. We had nice French wine. Uh, my wife made special, like, Irish-style coffees afterwards. We had liqueurs, which I found in the basement stuff. I One of my errands was to go out and buy something like Tia Maria or Kahlua, and I never got to a liquor store. There were lineups, and instead um, found that my number one son out in Vancouver, Kenji, had stocked up the bar, uh, stuff that hadn't even been opened, like a whole thing of... Uh, um, Grand Marnier. Wow. So we enjoyed those, and, and it was just a very relaxing time. Um, the present I got my wife, I, I it's kind of, she's kind of undecided. She doesn't know. Uh, and that's her way. She's a very complex person, and an unusual person even for Japanese. Can I say, can I put it that way? Uh, so her reactions are just very, very different. Uh, and yet the same thing, she bought me this beautiful coat and I love it. The color's perfect. Both my sons wanted seen it on Skype. Oh yeah, dad, that's great. And I'm feeling bad. No, I don't need it. Like I'm wearing the coat now that she got me two years ago for Christmas and there's nothing wrong with this coat, but she likes newer things. It's sort of just the thing you do. And I'm inclined to hang on to the past. No, this coat's fine. I, I don't need a coat. And it's just part of my upbringing. God, suddenly I'm getting a flash. I'm thinking my mother's ordering from the Eaton's catalog. It might have even been Simpsons. You know, a, a winter coat. Because we didn't, she didn't drive. We didn't go downtown for shopping. Where we lived in Lachine, there was, well, it was a Dorval Garden shopping center. They didn't have much. They had a bay, or Hudson's Bay, back then. Um, but you'd order from catalog. And it's funny, because, you know, think now, oh, yeah, order from catalog, or, you know, online, the same thing. Uh, we used to, she used to order all our groceries on the phone. We'd phone up Demeret, Jacques Demeret and Lachine. My father had an arrangement with him. Um, and uh, just a wonderful place, downtown Lachine. And she'd phone up and she'd just talk, uh, well, have you, have you got a, I'd like a nice roast, okay, a, a roast. And she'd just talk to Giselle or the butcher and or Jacques himself in English, because my mother didn't speak any French, and order the groceries. And they'd, uh, the, you know, they'd deliver them. And I think, wow, they, we're talking, Lachine, we're talking 50, more than 50 years ago. Wow. So... Full circle. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, so it was a very, very pleasant time. Uh, a lot of I'm enjoying the contact. Having my son at home, I am enjoying the contact, and I don't know knowing knowing him better. I don't know if that's really true, but just sharing the time together, I guess it, it's been very nice. Uh, so pleasant. And then yesterday again, Boxing Day, just a day at home, reading and so on. I think I started to say, yeah, he also got me this John Lennon magazine. And I'm really enjoying reliving the Beatles and reading about the songs. And Yeah, like knowing every single song I would know, of course, and know when it came out. I mean, not, I couldn't give you the exact date, but I mean, yeah, where I was, how I felt about that particular song or that album. And then getting on to the uh, the dentist, turning them on when they didn't know he was going to do that it wasn't a nice trick. And and here's the other wonderful thing: you can read about this, and then suddenly he mentions the name of the dentist for the first time. I hadn't seen that before. It's just their dentist, you know, this guy who was doing high end cosmetic surgery for all the stars, and they give his name. And so of course you Google it. But oh, he was killed in a car crash in Wales in 1986. Oh. And the Beatles never, ever went back to his house after that. We're still pissed. And especially the wives, because it was just, uh, it was um, John and George went with uh, Patty Boyd and uh, Cynthia Lennon. And both the wives, furious, Cynthia in particular, because she's a little more straight. This is John's first wife before Yoko. Uh, you know that. Um, and you can understand, you know, whoa. These women weren't ready for a trip, or Cynthia certainly wasn't, and the guys were a bit shocked too. But they got into George's, George's mini and drove downtown to these clubs. Anyway, 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 all this this is like the folklore of, you know, the Beatles, and and so it was fun, and it was just again, it was just a, such a, a fitting thing for my son to know. Oh, Dad will like this, 
along with the beer. And that, that just makes me joyously happy. And I, on the drive over here today, I was like, how, how can I better show my my joy, my, my gratitude? I'm always trying to do that because I've, I've just got so much to be grateful for. I said that at, at dinner time, you know, to... I still, you know, I wanted to say like a prayer of, of thanks, and I, I want to know who, who to thank. And my wife said family, and she was adamant. No, it's family. That's that's what's important. It's family, and and uh, I was kind of glad she spoke up and said that. So, anyway, that's a little bit of a rehash of uh, Christmas, and uh, I, I'm trying to drag it out right through to Boxing Day, make the whole week. And of course, I can because I don't work or anything else. I think there was a couple of other wonderful things that happened in there, but but most of all, a sense of... I, it was also when I drove back with a tray, Christmas Eve, a tray full of Japanese, the big $60 medium tray of maki and sushi, which is so good. I mean, I love the, those, the, the ones with the salmon and the, and the... Oh, and you just into your mouth and... Mmm, that's a nice taste. And I'm driving back with this, thinking, how? It's sort of like, how do I pay for this? How do how do I? What do I do to show that I'm I'm grateful for being so blessed? Like, you know, and I know I guess the answer is give to others and make other people happy and share the wealth and all these other things. And I and I maybe I'm not as good at that. Um, and I, I, you know, there's different ways you can do these things just by being a nice person. And I try at that, but still got a ways to go. Poor geese. They're, they're digging into the snow to get at the grass underneath the poor fuckers. I mean, you know, here they are. They're still here. I mean, they don't feel the cold. I don't think, but to, to get something to eat into their stomachs, they got to barrel down through Put those beaks deep into the snow to get at the grass underneath them. What, what is there left of the damn grass? God damn it, eh? <laughs> All right. I, I think that's it. I, I think this will just be a short. This is just a start. I want to go home, actually. I want to go home. I want to get comfortable in my chair. I want to I, I want to think about what's the beer I'm going to have this afternoon. Maybe I'll wait till about 4 o'clock when I can feel justified. I'm... I'm it is Sunday, so I'm allowed to drag out this holiday, do nothing but sit and enjoy and read and eat chocolate and, uh, you know, be relaxed. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, by the way, yeah, sorry. In the last episode and probably the episode before, all these things I talked about, the, uh, uh, you know, those who bought the first edition of the book, I see MMD was the last one to order one. And I finally figured out I could take it down or I can... I could block it from popular from um, public view, so that nobody can order that first copy of the book anymore. Um, I couldn't delete it because they said orders are pending, but I was able to hide it. Nobody can do it. You can only only the new revised version, which I haven't seen yet. So maybe there's further mistakes with it. Uh, you know, maybe the the side cover will be on the back now instead of you know where it should be. Who knows? But I've, that's the version that's up there now. Maybe there'll be a third version, but I'll know to sort of hide the previous one so nobody can actually order that one. So if anybody's ordering it, you'll know because the, um, the subtitle, My Life and Letters, has initial caps, capital M, my, capital L, life, and so on. Uh, whereas the first, the previous version was all small ones. So some people seem satisfied. I'm just trying to say... I, I'm grateful for those people who actually, you know, paid the money for the book and the shipping, and I feel I owe something in return. So I guess I could say, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, if I order the copies, I'll, I'll offer to make an exchange if they want that. Uh, or, um, uh, yeah, that would be one option. $5 seems a silly thing to do to send somebody $5. Who needs $5 or wants $5? I don't know. Uh, or... What was the third thing? Oh, yes. Uh, I thought uh, the other idea came to me. No, send them a, as a thank you, a, a back issue of the original printings of Dixon Janes. Not a reprint, but, you know, one of the, I, I've got a, a box with various 
leftover copies of different issues and just send somebody around. And that seems more fitting than anything here. Thank you. Just give me your address and I'll mail you a copy of Dixon Jane. So it's another reading thing and it's kind of like a little supplement. And Dixon Jane's is mentioned in the book, you know. Uh, so that seems good. It is. So if you'd like that, if you're listening, you're hearing this podcast, you ordered the first book and you say, hey, I went in on this, contact me, all right? Once my other one, once I've proofed the new one, I'll, I'll put all this up somewhere on Facebook or something. But uh, all right, enough, enough, enough. Scarborough dude, going to sign off, finish my coffee and head back home. Signing off from uh, Bluffers Park on a, on a nice winter day. Take care. Look after your loved ones. Bye for now. Ding, ding, ding. will be another uh, short clip. <clears throat> I'm podcasting from a new place, uh, very close to the old place, Thompson Park. It's the, actually, Thompson Park dog walk off-leash area. There's about five pens 
and lots of dogs. And I just thought for a change, I was driving up um, Brimley. Oh, let's turn into the dog park instead just to see the dogs. And it was really joyful, uh, you know, to see so many dogs. They just, they, they <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> All they have to do is chase each other and sniff each other's butt and uh, run around and maybe bark a little. And uh, when the owner calls them back, go back to the owner. Uh, the owners, you know, I mean, some are chatting in groups, so they, they didn't look nearly as happy out in the cold or the snow. But the dog Dogs were just loving it. And what a wonderful thing. I Like, I'm definitely a cat person. Like, I have my afternoon naps with my cat curled up and my hands on her soft, warm belly. And it's just all cozy and nice. And she sits on my lap every evening. Like, she's, she's, Yuki is like a dog. Like, she's really attached to me. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the work involved for looking after a dog and picking up the poo and everything. Ugh. I it just, that's not me. That's not me. And especially now, like for me, even bending down to pick up, I'll probably fall right into it, you know, face first into a pile of steaming shit. That's not for me. But uh, it was nice to see them. That was great. And uh, anyway, I'm here because I had to get milk for Tora, the outdoor cat. <coughs> We're running low and uh, Tora needs his warm bowl of milk. Uh, eight in the morning and... Uh, Six at night, or somewhere around those hours. And, uh, yeah, so our little local, uh, what do you call them, the local shops uh, run by a Korean grocer. There's a word for them, and I just can't think of the word. Convenience store, yeah, that's it. You know, like Kim's Convenience on TV. And it's always very nice. It's been the same people since we've lived here. And it's always just a friendly but uh, very minimal exchange, you know, Happy New Year and everything okay and so on. But that's about it. I got a chocolate. I've t- Oh, my gosh, it's all misshapen. Hang on while I take a bite of chocolate because that's what you do around Christmas time. Mm. It's been in my pocket. Mm. Mm. They're good when they're cold. It's a milk chocolate. I much prefer the dark chocolate, but uh, around Christmas time, New Year's, any chocolate will do. So this is just going to be a, a quick check-in. I, like I said, I came out on an errand, thought, yeah, I should, oh, maybe, I don't know, give a little update. What What's to update? I'm enjoying so much reading the Beatles magazine you know, that Daniel got me, the one about John Lennon. Just like stuff I know, but just hearing it a different perspective, a different writer, a different focus, you know. And I'm now up to the breakout, the breakup of the Beatles. I'm really thrilled about Peter Jackson taking all the old footage uh, from the, the album um, Let It Be, uh, their last recording together, their last performance for an audience as a group. That was the one done on the rooftop. And um, he's going to make a new movie out of it. He's got at least 10 hours of footage, and he'll uh, fix that up into a happier. And the Beatles, the remaining Beatles, Paul and Ringo, are happy about it. It'll put a a brighter spin on it. It was a very difficult time with lawyers and business. And and the general agreement is just everything fell apart when when their manager... uh, Klein died, overdose of barbiturates, and uh, this was when they were just doing meditation with the Maharishi, and they got the call, and they never quite, they, they weren't manager types at all. Paul was a lot more focused, but by then the, the relations were strained, and John always felt it was his band, he was the, the guy, the lead, uh, but uh, McCartney sort of took over that role. And uh, brought in the lawyer of his soon-to-be wife, Linda, uh, her father and brother. And, of course, that didn't sit well with the others. And meanwhile, Yoko's on the scene. I mean, you all know this, but it's just... I, I realized, gee, I was in England during the time of the recording of the uh, those last... Uh, those last few songs they did together at the Abbey Road studio. I didn't know that was going on at that point, but this was in 69 between February and October. And uh, I was there 
uh, I guess, March, I suppose. Uh, it was swinging London, Carnaby Street, and all that stuff. So it was, it was, uh, it was cool. But yeah. So anyway, it's just so much a part of my life. It, it's just been enjoyable reading, and uh, trying to get into a detective series by a woman who's written a whole lot of books about, I guess, the same characters, and they're they're kind of they're formulaic. You know, they try to develop the characters with eccentricities. But unless you're attached to the character, you just a lot of fiction. I just I don't care what happens. I don't care. You know, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, who did it? That's that's part of the fun of reading a detective mystery. Okay, who? How are they going to find out who did it? So I mean, it, it's a it's a real craft to be that kind of a writer. But in the end, it's just a story, and I I think I'm I get far more out of nonfiction and history and stuff like that. Anyway, it's just the idea is for me to try and spend a little less time in front of the um, Facebook and in front of the TV and a little more time reading a book or a magazine or what have you. All right, that's uh, that's it. Just this, just a little piece. I'm going to go back to... Uh, or do, you want, do you want one more bite? All right. Mmm. Mmm. It is good when it's really... Chunky, hard, and uh, oh, it was that sweet goodness of chocolate. Um, I won't get into all the. It's not. It's not guilt, although some people may think it should be. But again, it, it's that same theme I sort of was trying to pick at last time. Like, what do you do? With all your blessings, what do you do with your good fortune? What do you do with all the things that you're grateful for? You know, here's me sort of in a bit of a, not a snit, but just concerned that my wife's got me another coat. And now I have too many coats and I like them all. And, you know, the idea, I think she both, her and my son, will just give one away to a charity. And of course, that's what I should do. But no, I'm, I like I really like that. Well, that's for different occasions, and this one's for this. And oh, I think this is the road ahead of me. Like, how do I become a more evolved, uh, a better person? And it is to start shedding my belongings, and uh, that's going to be a tough one. That is not going to be easy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'd be stupid not to finish the chocolate while we're talking. Sorry, Candace. Mm. Finger licking good. Oh my god! It just sends. I. It just you taste it, and it's sending a happiness message to the brain, saying, "Ooh, I like that. Ooh, 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 that's a nice taste. Ooh, ooh, I like that." Yeah. All right. All right. There we go. So there's a two two little bits of happiness. Watching dog dogs wag their tails. Oh, so excited. There's another one just coming in. And you can see, like, they probably got buddies because the same people, you know, come each day and hang out. And, oh, this one is just jumping, ready to go. And others are coming out. They're greeting each other at the gate. It's it's, just, it's, it's a lovely thing, you know. And I, and there's just always the other, the other side. Look the other way. And you'll see, you know, the bombs following the people suffering. And you just, you think, can't I, can't I just, can't I just be happy with the dogs wagging their tails? So I, again, I, you know, I, I, I'm serious about this. I, this is not a game. This is, I, 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 I want to know what's, it is about balance. Everything in life is about balance, but what do you, what do you do? How do you, how do you? How do you, I guess, how do you, how do you have the joy without the guilt, I guess? What is it you have to do to, to balance the payments? And uh, if you have a good answer, I know it's charity and giving and loving and kindness and doing nice things to people. And I, and I, I do do some of that, believe it or not. You don't hear much about it here, but I do a few nice things. 
But uh, I think um, the, the more the joy, the more maybe the obligation to uh, to give back. Maybe that's it. All right. We're going to end there. I've probably spoiled my happiness clip. Scabber Dude signing off from the dog park uh, right at Bluff, at uh, McCowan. It's on, sorry, on Brimley at uh, Thompson Park. Bye for now. Ding, 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 ding. And tell me how you feel Tell me love is real mm-hmm. Words of love you Whisper soft and true Darling, I love you through the clouds. Yes, yes, yes. An opening and I'm sitting perfectly in line facing it. Uh, I'm on my favorite bench and uh, today, being a winter day, December 29th, um, I brought with me this cushion and it's so nice. Uh, It's something my wife found. Um, I think it's designed for old people. It's quite thick. You know, the kind of thing you can just carry when you're going to a sports place and uh, you want to place it on the on the bleachers to give you a little insulation. This is quite thick, and it's got a handle, uh, and it's just perfectly warm. And uh, so it makes it very nice to sit on this bench because at my feet, there's always a puddle of water, and it's just ice. I mean, it's that cold. So, uh, but anyway, I'm looking out at the uh, at the view, which was the picture they chose or the algorithm chose for the cover of the book I told you I ordered um, my past book that I got of uh, you know a collection of Facebook photos. And at first I thought, oh, it's not a great photo, but it's a perfect cover photo. I, I'm just again, I'm so impressed with uh, with that book that I went ahead and bought. Yeah, uh, you know, in case you only tune into Dixon Jane's once in a while, this was something that was just offered pre-Christmas, and it was delivered, you know, on the 23rd, I guess, as promised, very quickly done and put out. I'm just really impressed with the speed, and uh, it selected the photos, you know, so you've got sometimes three, four, five to a page different sizes. It's very well done. All right. Anyway, uh, today the day started off with our men's group. We have once a month a Zoom men's group meeting. An interesting collection. Today there were 12 of us. and Everybody with a very different background. These are people uh, through the church initially. Uh, some have stopped going, but we've continued to meet. It was very nice when it was an in-person meeting in the lobby of a, of a big condo. But uh, now we've switched online. It's the only online program I can uh, 
I can enjoy because there's a moderator, the leader of the group who's trained in this, and he just goes around and gives each person the time. And some people still take more than their share, of course, or jump into other conversations. But uh, it's always interesting. There's enough variety in terms of backgrounds and people. We have one person who's an elderly man, a Chinese uh, dentist. Uh, I guess he's got to be maybe 90, I don't know, but you wouldn't know. He seems younger than all of us. Has kept himself fit, mentally sharp, has a, has a background. Like today he was telling the story of a, a childhood friend who just died, somebody he knew in grade one when they were back in the prairies. Uh, and he, as a kid, he used to get to ride with his in the, his his friend's grandfather's ice truck because they were the they were the ice men for the for the town, you know, before freezers and refrigeration and all that. Uh, you know, I was just dipping back into the past, and he tied it into uh, uh, the yin and the yang of life and philosophy. He, he's brilliant. I mean, he's just quite an addition. He can go on a bit, you know. There's times I have been impatient, but overall, he, this is just a, a fountain of wisdom uh, and experience and knowledge. I mean, it's quite incredible. Uh, and then the rest, just everybody with just different backgrounds, different angles. So it's fun. So today, uh, of course, we all get our turn. And uh, I gave my bit about how I'm, I'm looking for ways to express my gratitude, knowing that I'm a selfish person and a self-centered person and what what trying to find out or what, what what's going to take to change me in this next stage to to show my gratitude to express it maybe in in you know in general it means in doing kind or good things um and uh at the end he uh, the moderator uh, said you you're i think you are entering elderhood and uh, I had to look it up. And there is a book called Elderhood, but there's some other explanations about what it is. And it, it was interesting. I, I felt quite honored uh, because, I, I mean, I did come across as being in a good place. Uh, I, I feel today I felt I was older than everybody there except for our sage. But um, in fact, I'm I'm not. But uh, I'm certainly in a, in a slightly different place. And, of course, I let them know I did finish my book. And already somebody emailed me right after to say he'd like a copy. And uh, that's always nice. Uh, so, yeah, big news. I listened to uh, Jason last night. And then um, uh, this is uh, Tennessee Jake talking about, okay, that's it. No more music. And I'm thinking, ooh. And I know he had talked about this big omnibus bill that had been passed in the States that's going over copyright. And um, he and uh, other Jason on uh, In Your Ear Holes have been playing music uh, without license. Just, you know, here, I'm going to play this song and uh, and comment on it and so on. And they've both decided, nope, they could, you know, the fines are up to 30000 for one infraction and... Uh, they have a history of doing it, and both of them decided that's it. We're taking down our archives. This this doesn't exist anymore. These music programs will no longer exist. They'll be transformed into something else. And um, I was a bit shocked. I understand where they're coming from. It's not like I'm saying they're uh, making a wrong decision. This is you know this is American corporate law, and I'm wanting to think. Well, hell, nobody's going to come after a Canadian with you know half a dozen listeners or you know, a dozen or two. Um, but, you know, somebody could, a bot could come. And, and I, I've kept a record I, in my blog for the uh, Dixon James podcast. I keep track of every song I've played, what album, who it's by. And there are well over 2,000 songs that I have played without license. And in the beginning, when podcasting was starting, uh, some people took this very seriously, the Mark Blevises of the world. And said, "Well, I'm not going to play any music." And I, I gave the old "fuck you." Uh, my reasoning was, I've paid for and bought all this music, uh, and I'm still buying music today through iTunes or used CDs. I am still buying my music. I never in my life used Napster, or Napster. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Napster seems better. Uh, my kids said, "Oh, Dad, you don't need to buy music; it's free." And I'm, and I tried to explain, "No, artists have created this; they need money." 
And so I understand that bit of it. But in this bit of corporate law, I don't think it's really going to make much difference to the artists. It is, as both the uh, Jasons explained, um, the suits who are going to win on this, you know, the lawyers who are behind it, the uh, the corporate offices, and, and, and just... And it's just ridiculous. Now, the thing is, since I've been putting podcasting uh, music, playing music on my podcast, I have bought far more music than I ever would have, um, like, paid for, bought, and said, hey, I, I, you know, I want this. I, I need those tracks. I want to share that song. And, you know, morally in my world, I'm right. And I'm even encouraging people to to buy things. And I know a couple of people who have actually bought something, you know, in music after hearing it on my podcast. But you can't reason uh, or use that line of reasoning against a legal, you know, heavyweights who just sort of say, no, this is this is the deal. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm certainly not going to take down the backlog of Dixon Janes. My... my Excuse, and I, I, I sometimes portray the the scene in in a court. You know, I, I would not have a lawyer; I'd just be standing there by myself, naked and defenseless, almost. Uh, sort of saying, "Look, my podcast is equivalent to having friends over to my basement, as we did in the old days when we bought the latest Stones record, and I'm playing it for a few friends. That's all. And uh, there is no money made. I'm not charging admission to hear my new record." I'm just playing it for a few friends. So in my universe, I am in the right, like 100%. What I'm doing is a good thing. It's creative. It's fun. It gives a nice break between my talking. In the world we live in, in this fucking monstrosity of 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 a fucked up capitalist system, and I'm saying that, I'm not saying all capitalism is, is wrong and must be brought down. I'm saying it has been corrupted and hijacked. And everything about the fucking world right now, you know, is wrong about that world. The way it is, the rich getting richer, the poor getting poorer. It's all fucked up. And so I have one more thing saying, oh, hey, guess what, boys? You can't play your music anymore on your podcast. It doesn't make any money and doesn't hurt anybody. And not a single artist has been harmed by me playing their song. You know, I, I I want I want some new music. I so I want to go out and buy Elliot Brood's latest CD so that I can play a song for you. And I think Elliot Brood would say, "Hey, fine with me." But uh, anyway, I so I I don't know what to do with this. I'm 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 shocked and I'm disturbed and I'm disappointed, uh, but not in the people who have made the decisions, the Jasons, um, who just say, "Hey, I don't want to have my bank account drained." I can understand it, but it's like. To me, this this is so almost like living under Saudi laws. The woman who just, you know, she uh, demonstrated and protested, uh, you know, for for rights for women and now was slapped with a six-year jail sentence. And there's enough world outcry that they might let her off in an act of mercy. But it's like living under Saudi law, under, uh, you know, Chinese, you know, censorship laws. It, it's, you know, how can you say it's not different? This Another freedom has been taken from you, you know? And because some fucking assholes in Congress and on both sides, the Dems and the Republicans, um, have passed this law, fitted in with, well, if, if people want $600 or $2,000, as Trump is trumping, um then, you know, we're going to get the whole deal, and now we're going to put in this law to serve the interests, not of the artist. I mean, if they can, if they want to pretend this is so that the poor people who write the songs and uh, sing the music get their fair share, I, I just don't think it's going to play out that way. But anyway, it, it's, it's sad. <laughs> it's, it's disturbing. It's upsetting. Um, as I say, I won't take down anything I've already put up. I've already, again, I play these scenarios in my head. But what if, and the first thing I do is get a divorce, give my wife the house and everything else, and and, uh, plead poverty. And then I think, yeah, but they'll get your road trek. (laughs) You know, plead bankruptcy. And uh, no, they'll still get you somehow. Uh, I don't know. I I just, it just seems viciously wrong. And yet, you know, is is this a fight you want to take on? 
So who knows? In uh, 2021 is a new year. This will be the last. You will be having songs on this podcast for sure. Um, and this, yet yeah, this will be the last podcast for uh, 2020. So maybe it'll end there. I, I just don't know. Or I'll go looking for... Uh, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, anyway, boys and girls, that's it. I just wanted to express that and uh, think. Uh, it was a very good conversation um, that has been had uh, both on Jason's solo effort and uh, the other podcast with uh, Oliver and uh, Heavy D. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, gentlefolk, for uh, expressing yourselves. And, um, yeah, I hope everything works out for you in the end. I hope that isn't the end of your fun. Uh, I think the listeners will lose on this. And it does let me off the hook. Um, I will not be doing Blonde on Blonde. It's funny because I was getting ready and reading again and and actually looking forward to what I was going to say about uh, the Dylan song. But I, I would not do it. If you can't hear the music in the background, uh, I'm, I would not do it just to talk about Blonde on Blonde. I don't think so anyway. I mean, you could. You could talk about an album and tell people to go listen to it. It's up there somewhere. But uh, who's going to do that? All right. You had enough? I think I have. Scarborough Dude signing off from uh, Bluffers Park on a, on a cold but uh, kind of a nice day to be out. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing the new coat my wife got me. The coat I said I, I felt guilty about uh, taking. It is lovely. It is warm. It is snug. And uh, I'd like to keep it. I haven't cut the tags off yet. I just thought I'd try it out today. And uh, yeah, it's a keeper, I guess. Bye for now. My mind inside just flies Butterfly, why am I so shy When I'm beside you It's only love and that is all Why should I feel the way I do It's only love and that is all But it's so hard Loving you, is it right that you and I should fight every night? Just the sight of you makes nighttime bright, very bright. Haven't I the right to make it up, girl? It's only love and that is all Why should I feel the way I do? It's only love and that is all But it's so hard loving you Yes, it's so hard loving you, loving you back in the Toyota and uh, I'm parked in a new spot. I, I just have the feeling somebody's going to come out and tell me to move, but uh, it's at St. Margaret's Anglican Church. Now it's a, a bigger, newer church, but I've pulled up in front of, I guess, what was the original church. Uh, just like, it looks like a one-room schoolhouse, just tiny, like, you know, as small as you can get for a, a church. It wouldn't look like it would hold more than 20 people um, and of course all around is a graveyard I've I discovered this place uh, sometime during the pandemic and uh, drove around there's a beautiful one way road that takes you through a winding graveyard it's a huge part this is just off Lawrence Avenue uh, uh, in uh, Scarborough uh, before you get to Kingston Road 
uh, if you're heading uh, east. Anyway, uh, I discovered it. It's surrounded by high-rise apartment buildings. There's a school right across from me. And uh, it's just tucked away, and you don't really see it. And I've driven by countless times and finally said, hey, i got to go in there. And so here we are today. I didn't want to make... Excuse me. I didn't want to make the same drive back to um, Bluffers Park. It's... I do move away from the mic, so you're not catching those sneezes full on, all right? Just so you know. Um, Yeah, I did want to drive to Bluffers there yesterday. I had a lovely walk after I finished podcasting this previous clip. I took a long walk on the beach. It was really nice. It was a beautiful day. Uh, Lots of people out, but everybody well-spaced, you know. And um, then thought, well... I was out to return my uh, beer and wine uh, bottles, empties. Uh, you do that at the beer store. A very smart move. Uh, and they just, they're set up, you know, one cashier and a roller and you just bring in. Now, I knew, I thought, oh, okay, it's just before New Year's. It could be busy. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people who just, the kind of people who are out on the streets collecting empties. Um so you never know what the lineup's going to be like, and they're really limited on the numbers. I just got there at exactly the magic moment. It was open, first one in. Somebody came in behind me, and they were thrown out. Said, "No, you got to wait." And I was able to, uh, you know, put all my things in. Walked out with you know about six bucks worth. Um, the thing is, how to put this. I guess somebody had shit their pants. Maybe there's no other way of putting it. <laughs> there's no polite way of putting that. Oh, they might have pooped a little. No, somebody walked in with it, carrying a load of shit. And God, it was awful. And I, and I felt for the girl serving me, it was really cheery. Happy New Year, you know, really nice. And then she walked out into the center, uh, you know, to sort of line people up outside. Said, oh, boo, something, ooh, that's awful, you know, something like that. And uh, I had to acknowledge, you know, no, that wasn't me. No, she she knew it wasn't me. I'm very well dressed. I got my smart new coat on, you know. It's a dead giveaway. No, that guy wouldn't shit his pants, not in a coat like that. <laughs> I cut the tags off today, so it's officially my coat now, finally. Uh, and then... Talked to Noka last night about the bag of things I bought her from Michael's, and she kind of suggested it might be easier for you if you return the entire bag, you know, rather than bit by bit. Uh, you know, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I there was something there for her Christmas Day. Um, it's crazy to keep it if she's never going to use it. Her feeling was, I don't even know if I'll have time to do, you know, to get involved. There were painting pads and there were paintings. So it wasn't that it was a bad gift, but, you know, is it the time? Did she need it? Did she want it? I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, on on the plus side, on my side, I got reimbursed today for the uh, two iPhones I mailed to Japan, one that never made it and one that did. So I now have a credit of uh, something like $262 on Amazon. That's how he decided to reimburse me. Meanwhile, no word from Canada Post at all for the phone that was mailed November 13th. And uh, no no updates, no callback, nothing. There's a case file. And I don't expect anything to happen till uh, mid-January at the earliest. Uh, that's when I'll start calling because this guy wants, I guess... He's entitled to $1,000. I think that's what the insurance was. But what hoops I'll have to jump jump through to get that done. Then I'll have to get the money. Then I'll have to arrange to send to him because it'll be in my name. Ugh, this this is a never-ending saga. But he, he emailed me today and thanked me so much and was very happy that he loves his new iPhone 12. And uh, Yeah, so... Anyway, and now, meanwhile, I've got some credit on Amazon to uh, spend on books and CDs and stuff. I looked for the concert for George Harrison and, uh, you know, the DVD, and it was an unbelievable price. And I've looked many times used in uh, Deja Vu, and it doesn't show up. I don't think I'll find that. That was a really good film. And then the other one, there was the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus 
uh, that, of course, I was reading about in the John Lennon book or magazine. And that sounded interesting. The Stones didn't release it because they didn't get to perform till 8 in the morning. And it was like an, an all-night party. And by the time they got up, they were pretty, everybody had been into drugs and alcohol. And they were not satisfied at all with their performance and decided to pull the release on it. Um, and then, of course, people went back, got the originals, and sort of re, you know, redid them, re-edited them, and uh, tried them in different formats and so on. So it would be a curious piece, piece to see, I guess it was 67. Um, John Lennon, of course, was there, the Beatles, and, and um, the Stones, and just other uh, people of that time. God, how could I forget the names now? A really very, very interesting collection. Oh, I know the, um, um, what you call the Who, and that's another reason the Stones didn't want to release it, because the Who outperformed everybody, put on the best possible show. This was meant to be like a TV, sort of like Magical Mystery Tour, which was a, a disaster. Reading about John's other disasters, uh, sometime in New York City, the worst album ever. Uh, it was when he was heavily into the politics, and of course, right after that, Nixon tried to get him thrown out, and he had to fight uh, deportation for three years till Nixon was, uh, you know, booted out. And uh, Gerald Ford said, "I have nothing against this guy," and uh, John Lennon got his green card. Uh, and then later on, America killed him. I guess I shouldn't say America killed him, but he was killed in America, where guns are a plenty and as. A lot of Looney Tunes out there. Okay, so uh, one more thing on that, on what was it, on nostalgia, on rock and roll, on, uh, uh, I don't know, there there might have been a thread in there, but I'm just rambling, and that's what we do on the Dixon Janes podcast. Oh yeah, I know when I left today, I thought, hey dude, you're almost finished. It's Wednesday, December 30th, in the mid-afternoon, and um, you're not supposed to put this out till Friday. And then another voice said, hey, it's New Year's Eve coming up. I can I can make this, I can add 15 minutes to this podcast if I want. You know, it doesn't have to follow that exact 60-minute rule, which most of them are somehow, miraculously. I don't cut pieces out, but they end up almost on the nose, 60 minutes, uh, with the music thrown in. So who knows? We don't know about the music in the future here. Uh, an interesting thought, um, I'm, I'm in on this. Oh, my God. Everybody's stopping and taking down their music because they could be sued. Um, but I don't know that Dave Broadbeck listens to the podcast where this has been a discussion. And he always plays great songs on his podcast, which I listen to. And I wonder if this message will ever get to him or it'll just be business as normal. He'll just go on playing, oblivious to the fact that... Uh, you know, this bill on copyright issues has scared uh, our friends in the States, made them very gun-shy. And um, how's that going to be? Is, is it, when, when is the word going to trickle to Dave that he's going to stop playing music on his podcast? I'd like to hear about that. And uh, maybe I gave the whole thing away by putting it here in case Dave listens and now he's going to think, oh, what do I, what, whoa, 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 hang on, what? Or... You know, hopefully, I'd much prefer. Oh, fuck that! They're not going to bother me. But uh, he's sort of he has he has more presence than I ever will in the uh, podcast world in terms of just you know exposure and people knowing who he is. And <coughs> all right. Anyway, I guess uh, I'll end there. I'm going to take a little drive. It's too wet to walk. So I'm going to do the slow graveyard drive. I, I could take you with me uh, and do a, you know, a drive-by. That's the kind of thing, that's the kind of fill would have to put in in future editions if you're not playing music. Hey, well, uh, tell you what, we've done the shaving, we've done the shitting on the toilet. How about I just drive you through a graveyard and you can listen to that? Yeah, no, I think we'll just stop here. Scarborough Dude signing out, uh, feeling kind of chirpy on uh, the second to last day in 2020. Bye for now.